sit the kid. Everybody wants to sit with kid. Sit with kid. Sit with kid. Everybody wants to sit with kid. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's Kit Carson here in front of Angelina's Pizza, home of the number one pizza shop show on the internet. And as you know by now, I sit here on lovely Duval Street. I talk to the rock stars, the heroes, and the gods of Key West all night long. That's what I do. And today, we have a young lady with us, and I would like for her to tell the world your name and where you're from. Thank you. Hi, my name is Samantha Kern. I live here in Key West. I'm originally from California, and I work for Fury Water Adventures. Oh boy, for the big Fury boys, huh? I do. Right. How long have you worked for Fury? Uh, just about 10 years. It'll be 10 years in about October. 10 years, so Scott has been the owner the whole time? Absolutely, yep. Absolutely. Very nice. And back one more second, you said you were from? California. What part of the California? So, um, born and raised in California. I grew up right outside of Los Angeles. Okay. And then prior to moving to Key West, I lived in Laguna Beach for 20 years. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, you were in some good spots. Yeah, very good spots. I mean, I used to love California. I'm not such a fan anymore. It's just too much, too much. I'm 100% with you. Too much, too much. Yeah. So we're here, and they're not, and I'm okay. And I'm all right with that, too. And you've been here how many years? Almost 11. Almost 11? Yes. Wow. Yeah, so we, we started, we left California right when it was starting to get bad. Yeah. And, and it, we didn't look back. Yeah, I mean, I've been back a couple of times to visit, but well, it's just not for us anymore. My wife was uh, a California girl. And I'll never forget, we had been together a year and a half, maybe two, and she was feeling homesick and said, I really want to go back to L.A. And I go, okay, I'll get you a flight, a room, and I booked her everything by herself. And the first day she was like, oh my God, it's so much fun. Second day, she's like, I'm seeing all my friends, or I'm calling all my friends. Third day, everybody's really busy. Fourth day, you know what? This place kind of stinks. And by the fifth or sixth day, she's like, I'm ready to come home. I'm over this place. Right. And it was kind of funny. I was like, but, you know, it is what it is. Well, and I think, too, for me, one of the biggest things that I always recognize when I go back home is the traffic. And so we live here on a very small island. It's very easy to navigate with we bicycles do, and right. all that. We do have two four lanes. Yep. Roads. Exactly. The speed limit's 35 on one and 30 on the other. Exactly. You and know. so for us, when we go back and you have, you know, six lanes of traffic on big interstates, that's when you really notice. Anxiety. That. Exactly. And, you know, when you live there and you do that every day, yep. it's just becomes commonplace. Yep. So uh, when we go back, it's you know, it's a, a much different thing. And um, I always use the word pretentious, and I probably should. But there's a whole different vibe there. For sure. You know, um, and I'm gonna use Valerie's thing. She said, "I was at Cheesecake Factory by myself, dressed up on a Sunday, and nobody would talk to me." And she goes, "If I was at Key West." In five minutes, I'd be engaged in a conversation with everybody around me. Absolutely. You know, but there, no one wanted to, you know, you know everybody was afraid of right. something. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the reason we don't live there. Thank, yeah. Thank, thank God you're here. Yeah. I mean, I'm very happy being yeah. here. I'm not going anywhere. No. So a little history about you. Mm -hmm. What did you do in California? So um, prior to moving out here, my husband and I were in real estate. Okay. And then prior to that, I was in medical sales. Okay. So, yeah. Big money, big dollars. Uh, both yeah. ends. 
Perfect. And you said you grew up in the L.A. area your whole life? Yeah, my dad was a police officer for Los Angeles. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So he, he got to a, see the real... Yeah, he was a... Um, gritty at all. He was a detective for internal affairs. Yep. Yep. Uh, you couldn't pay me enough money, but <laughs> glad he did it. Yeah. So you went to school there? I did, yep. So I'm, I'm um, raised in a suburb of Los Angeles. It's known as Glendale, California. Okay. And then I went to the University of Southern California. That's where I met my husband. Oh, wow. So are you still a fan? Still a fan. Still a fan. Still a fan, always a fan. Fight uh, on. Yeah, I, I'm sure you are. So what did you major in there? Exercise science. Exercise science. Yes. I do nothing with that. <laughs> you became a real estate agent. Or a, sales, a medical yeah, sales... Yeah, well, medical sales first, and then we yeah. just invested in real estate. Right. Did a lot of, like, um, home development, property flips, sure. things like that. So you made money and came here. Yes. Good for you. Yeah. You know, and that was in what, the 90s? So let's see. So if it's 11 years now, yeah, t- uh, yeah, 2002? No. Perfect time. 2013. 2012. Yeah. I can't do the math right now, but yeah, 2012. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the market was still, the market had come back after. Well, yeah, for after sure. After 08. Yeah, and we, we've had our property down here for almost 20 years. So the transition for us to come from California to here was easy because we already had a place to live. Cool. So that was part of the reason that we said, well, let's go to Key West because we already is, have a place. Right. Yeah. So what does he do? Um, he is in real estate. Still in, real uh, in mortgages, yeah. There's always money in that. Yeah, it's it's enough. a little bit different now because the interest rates have changed, and yeah. so there's, um, you know, it's kind of has its moments of ups sure. and downs like any other business. But that's what he's been doing for be thirty years. So, yeah. yeah. There's peaks and valleys. Absolutely. Got to go yeah. through them. For sure. So, tell us a few, if you would, just uh, for the people that like me that have never met you, I've heard about you. Give us a few things that we should know about you. Well, like I said at the beginning, I work for Fury Water Adventures, and I am the cruise ship coordinator for them. Okay, so you're currently, that's what you do, you're the cruise ship coordinator, so we have five cruise ships a week coming in now? So, yeah, so it varies. So cruise ship season is typically like um, October to like April-ish, and then it slows down because most of those cruise ships... um, reroute and they go to either like Alaska and Europe and things like that so it slows down for us but because we're considered a Caribbean destination yeah. we still get several sure. cruise ships um, throughout the summer even though it slows down a bit yeah. so like the winter months will probably be I'm gonna say about 25 right. ships a month like in yeah. that general area right. and then in the summertime it, it backs down to anywhere from like 10 to 14 yeah yeah, that's about what we see. Yeah, And exactly. so your coordination is you provide excursions for yeah, them? Yeah, so Fury Water Adventures, we do everything water sports related. Sure. Parasailing, jet skiing, um, island, backcountry, kayak tours, dolphin watch, anything that's related to our marine sanctuary here. And we have contracts with all the major cruise lines, anybody that comes to port. They have the ability to resell our tours to their okay. guests on board. So it's okay. a revenue center for them. Um, and once they get on board, they tell them about the products and every port. When they come to Key West, this is what you can do, and hopefully they sell the ticket. And, and they then, do. Yeah. And then what I do on the back side of that is I work with their shoreside team. We negotiate the contracts, the pricing, nice. um, get them to sell the product, and then when they do, we do meet and greet on the cruise ship here and then take them to where they want to be. 
And it's a very fun job. Is it? It's a very fun job. Well, you, you get to meet, a, I, I don't know how many of the, you get to meet a, a very worldly crew, I guess. Yes, for sure. I mean, because most of those cruise ships are manned by people from all over the world. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's, it's rare that you actually find an American employee that yeah, works on a cruise ship. Yeah, that's not, that's the oddity. I, I mean, would definitely agree for that. European, South American, South Asia. I mean, they're, I meet some of them here that'll tell me that they're, you know, hotel coordinator or whatever on the ship. And I'm like, I don't think of it as a hotel. Yeah. And it is a floating hotel. Yeah. And I, I think for me that you just brought up that point is that when I was first learning this whole right. cruise ship business, somebody said to me, oh, there's the hotel director. And I thought, hotel? Yeah. There's a hotel on board? Like, I really thought, like, what are you talking about? No, that's, yeah, and it was exactly the, the same. same. Like, I, no. And I thought, no, this is a floating hotel. Yeah, I mean, they have a food and beverage director. Yes. They have an entertainer. Absolutely. I mean, I've met God knows how many entertainers and lighting directors and yeah. stuff like that. And often... Those cats are American, but even the yeah. entertainers aren't always. Yeah. But a lot of the the electronic uh, lighting sound. Yeah. It's a be. big floating resort. It is a huge floating resort, mm -hmm. and you know, and it it's there again that that divides a lot of the community. There's a lot of people that just don't like it and don't want it at all, and then there's those that are in the industry that are like. We're in the tourist town for tourists. Yes. And for them to have a good experience. Right. And I think that's always going to be the debate. I think we're a very sure. divided island on many different levels. Yep. And one of them is the, the cruise ship experience down yeah. here. It's about 50-50. Yeah. And I think that's just going to be an ongoing battle. Yeah. I, and, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I don't care one way or the other. Um, I've been here long enough to know what it's like when they're not here versus when they are and so I, I i don't buy into the fallacy of how little they bring to the island i know that that's a propaganda tool because they bring a lot of money sure. and um the environmental things i'm not real solid on that because i know what's growing underneath the pier where they dock yes and it's amazing to see life there if you don't like them you just don't like them call it out like it is i mean i could you know i i hate that i remember back when there was uh the jets when Eastern Airlines was flying here, people hated the jets. And they, the industry got quieter, and it became a non-issue. Right. And I feel the same with the cruise ship. They'll eventually be something quieter, safer, better. The last big cruise ship that came into QS before the port closed down, before COVID, was that big, I think it was Virgin? Uh, well, before COVID, the last ship that came here was a Holland America ship. Right. Well, there was yes. one that was kind of a ghost ship. It was a, doing a trial run. And it didn't have very many people on it. They just oh. came down. And it was like the most green oh, right. ship yes. on the ocean. Sure. But it didn't fit in any of the parameters of the people that right. hate cruise ships. Yes. It was too big. It had too many people. Right. But it was self-contained. It was green. Yes. It recycled its own yeah. water. It did all this stuff. It's like... Yeah, and most of what? the newer cruise ships are built that way specifically. They're getting more and more yeah, that way. Because they also want to have their own sustainability. Correct. So they have like their own uh, water treatment facilities on board. Absolutely. And their own garbage facilities and, and these types of things. They, they do And that's so, how they're building it so yep. that puts it back yep. into the ship. Absolutely. So for me, it was just kind of a, an interesting yeah. issue. It, yeah. it was more of a fight because it was low-hanging fruit, if you will, and they just wanted to pick a fight. Yes. Whatever. I agree. You know, but I don't mind those people. To me, I call it the gateway drug to tourism. Sure. There's a lot of people from Iowa that would not go right. to the Caribbean. 
on their own, Absolutely. but they'll get on a cruise ship with yeah. 4,000 other people and right. go because they feel safe. And for that, I applaud them. Go. And I, yeah. And just like what you're saying, you know, it gives you a little bit of a taste. Yeah. So they may well, come back here on their uh, own on not a cruise ship, but just come, you know, via plane or car and stay long. That is a stat that we don't know. And I work here every day and I will hear numerous people tell me. Yeah, on an average day, I'd probably say three to five people tell me, oh, yeah, my first trip here was on a cruise ship. Right. And now they're flying down or they're driving yeah, down. Right. And that's why I just laugh. I'm like, why would you want to cut off your first beginning taste of Key West just right. because you have an issue with something? Sure. You know, we're still a tourist destination until we're not. And yeah. I'll fight for tourism because that's what we're here for. Yes. You know, and like you, we want them to have yeah. a good experience. And that's just it. You know, I came here as a tourist. Yeah. I am in the tourist business. Right. Um, so that's, you know, what I'm going to continue to support. Yeah. yeah we, we don't, we don't. Uh, have shipwrecks anymore where we go out and plunder. We're not <laughs> a sponging community anymore. Right. There's not turtling. There's not much shrimping left. Right. So, you know, what what else is there? All right. You know, yeah. I mean. Yeah. But it is a tourist-based economy, but I think also people forget that you know we have a federal court that's here. We have an international airport, so we're not completely isolated. No. And it's amazing to me because the cruise ship here sits directly under the flight path when you fly in. Right. And people always look up at the belly of the plane and say, "You have an airport here? Are they going all the way to Miami?" <laughs> and I, I think no, they're only at 300 feet. There's no chance they're going to get all the way to Miami. Uh, absolutely. Well, I, I hear. You have a hospital. Yes. You have a school. Yes. It's like, you know, we're a town of yes. 25,000 permanent yes. residents. I mean, we're a Exactly. Tiny know? place, but you a lot to do. You can debate whether we have a hospital, whether we have a school, but we do. But we, we got do. both of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it is kind of so funny. Yes. Yeah. I think they expect us to live in huts. Grass huts on the beach. And right. Yes. Nobody works. Yes. Uh, you know, it's kind yeah, of funny. Nobody works. <laughs> yeah, but hey, listen. I try to, when I go somewhere as a tourist, I try to at least one day be as bad a tourist as I can be. <laughs> just to get it out of my Where system. Where are you going to go? Currently? Um, I gotta, I'm going to Bora Bora. Oh, wow. In um, 28 days. That's amazing. I, I, get a, I get a day off in 28 more days. <laughs> I can't wait. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm almost getting excited about it. You know, you know, the anticipation. Yeah. You know, it's just like everybody here, going back to the people here, you know, they walk around and they're all excited. And um, a couple of the, the common themes on this show is that the people that are here are here because they want to be here. If they're a tourist, they chose to come here. Right. They're spending a lot of money to be here and they're always happy and yes. they're in a good mood. Yes. Those of us that are stuck working here chose to live here. We chose to be in the tourist industry. Right. You know, and, and even if you're not in the industry, you chose to be here. Absolutely. Because of what yeah. it has to offer. Yeah, nobody's making us stay. You know, and so it's a win-win and everybody in Key West is mostly happy. I would agree you know, Compared that. to a lot of places. Right. You know, you're the last place you live, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it is. You know, you, you either make the choice to stay or go. Right. And if you're not happy with wherever you are, then you got to go somewhere make a change. else. Right? Make a change. Make a change. Make a change. Well, Absolutely. What else should we ask you about? Is there anything that we've not uncovered? Any things we know about you personally? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I've been married for almost 30 years. I will... That's a big number. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's this year. And I turned 55 on Monday. Woohoo! 
Wow, yep. you're a Taurus? Yep, I'm a Taurus. Me too. And I've got two dogs with no children, so I've uh, survived a marriage for 30 years without any kids. Wow. I'm not going to ask how that happened. I'm not sure. How do you be married 30 <laughs> years and not have kids? Well, I know. I've been married 30 years, and I went and had the snip snip. Okay. No, that wasn't that wasn't our, our department, but... <laughs> I just went and had a cut. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. That's great. Well, my wife had a son. She had a five-year-old, and I'm like, that's good enough. We're, we're good. <laughs> Yeah. And, and my wife, for her 60th birthday, I got her her first dog. Oh. Well, she demanded that I buy her a dog, so we bought her a dog. Fantastic. So now we have a dog. Yeah, we've had dogs all all our lives. And yeah. We'll probably continue to do so. It's, it's, it's the, one of the greatest two-year-olds ever. Uh-huh. And he's and not they, even two yet. But and he'll they be, just stay at two. Yeah, even if they're 11, they're still only two. Never leave yeah. two. <laughs> until suddenly he's too old to run. Uh-huh. And that's yes. it. But yeah. anyway... I've enjoyed you coming on and talking to me. Thank you for asking me. Is there anybody, let me, before you run away, is there anybody you want to say hi to or shout out to or would like to talk yeah, about? Yeah, sure. Well, I said I was from California, so I'm going to say hi to my mom. Hi, mom. Uh, fight go. on to any of my fellow USC Trojans out there. Woo! Go Trojans. And, yeah. And uh, in full disclosure, I'm a Trojan too, but of a different kind. <laughs> I'm a Troy Trojan from Alabama. Go Trojans, I kid you not. I love it. Yeah, that was the Troy Trojans. I, I often banner back and forth with the UC. Uh, you guys, because yeah. everybody goes, oh, we were the originals. Like, well, you know, and then I, I, we always go back and forth, too, because University of South Carolina, they want to say they are the original USC. Yeah, right. So yeah. living here in Florida, you have to clarify which yeah. USC you went to. Yeah. Because which when you USC live in California, every, nobody even knows Not even a thought. about the University of Southern, or no, South Carolina. No Gamecock whatsoever. Yeah. So that's a funny thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, you know, so you here I always say University of Southern California, yeah. just for to be clear. <laughs> and, you know, you guys always had the uh, UCLA yes. and the USC. Big rival. Yeah, Absolutely. you know, big rivals. Yes. And I'm trying to do math, and I can't really do it. I'm trying to figure out when you were there, how y'all's two schools were at that time. So, And I think USC yeah, so, was probably... Yeah, I was there in the 90s, and, um, well, eight, late, 80s, late 80s, early, early 90s. 90s. Yeah. USC had a very strong football yeah. program. I mean, we continue to do, Is that but Marcus Allen it, days. No, no that, that was, was after. Yeah, that so was. So this would be like Rodney Pete. Yeah, I. Yeah. And we, you know, we had a very good record back then. Yeah. It seemed like you know we were always you know the Pac-10 at the time. Right. Pac-10 leader. Yeah. Um, and it, it wasn't. Um, it didn't have the same division as we right. do going now forward, and we would go to the Rose Bowl all the time because that was the Pac-10 thing. Yep. It wasn't a national. Um, so, you know, it was a lot of fun. Good yeah. times. And like I said, that's where I met my husband. And that was wonderful. Yeah. Um, going back one second to being a tourist town, I know a lot of people get really up in arms every March when the spring breakers hit, which is almost a non-issue anymore. But that was one of the, for anybody that gets to go, has a privilege to go to college, it's a great time. It is a great time. And, it, and it's a great learning experience. Absolutely. You know, and, the, and the parallel to that is military. Yes. And we're a huge military town. And I rarely hear people complain about the military kids being kids. Right. But they'll complain about the college kids being kids. Yeah. But, you know, it's all part of growing up. It's exactly it's right. It's all part of growing up. And yep. I enjoyed it. 
And I like those little brats coming down here. I don't have a problem with it at all. Yeah. You know? No, I don't either. I'm fine with it. I laugh at them. <laughs> laugh with them, laugh at them, and yeah, have a good time. It's you know? exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Everybody was that age at one time. Well, anybody that's older was it. Uh, and sometimes that that's a problem. People forget it. Yeah. They just don't want to go back and, you know, unless they come down here on a Saturday night, and then they like to tell me how much it's changed. Right. And yes. I just smile and laugh. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sure, it's changed. Yes, it changes every day. You're, you're not 25. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, small changes. Yeah. But anyway, anything else we got? Anything coming up? Anything uh, the Fury related? Well, no, it's but if you want to get out on the water and have a great time, that's what we do. We do it every day. And don't forget the glass bottom boat. And the glass bottom boat. That's my very first job when I moved here to Key West is I was a check-in agent at the Glass Bottom Boat. Oh, were you? Yeah, and the Glass Bottom Boat just oh. celebrated its 70th anniversary here. I, yeah, it's the second recently. oldest um, tourist attraction here in Key West. Yes, it is. And I started there, and then I just continually moved throughout the company, and I'm yep. one of the uh, managers now. Man, talk about moving. Yeah. Moving and shaking. It's good well, stuff. It's a lot of fun to work for that company, and it's a lot of fun to get out on the water. Congratulations. Thank you. You've made it work here. That's awesome. Well, I don't know. Um, I've enjoyed it. I hope you come I back. I have too. Thank you. Maybe maybe one day you'll bring some of the captain and crew from some of the Fury boats. Absolutely. I can I'd, do that. I'd love to talk to some of those guys as well. Sounds great. Um, one last question. I think that's it for, the, for this. Okay. Um, toughest question. Here it goes. If you were a pizza, what kind of pizza would you be? I personally like anything that's called meat lovers. So it's got to have like pepperoni. <laughs> Sausage, ham, all, all of that on there, that's what I go for. I, I'm a carnivore. When I go to a restaurant, my husband will order the chicken Caesar salad, and I'm going to get the steak and potatoes. And they always set the wrong entree in front of each of us. And I think that's just a funny commentary because I'm a meat lover's pizza. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, as always, I hope everyone likes and shares and subscribes to Sit With Kit on whatever medium YouTube would be best. We, we thank you. and. Keep the comments coming. We enjoy that. And that's all we have for tonight, Tim. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.